Yo, check it out. Thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Then again, you probably already know that by now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search the 12 Kyle podcast. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com backslash 12 dash Kyle. That's spelled out T-W-E-L-V-E dash (laughs) K-Y-L-E. You can also subscribe on Stitcher. If you have an Android or an iPhone, go to your application store uh, on your phone. Download the Stitcher application for free. Upload it. Search the 12 Kyle podcast and you can listen there at home or on the go. It's just that simple. Um, also, we're, we're going to be on Google Play soon as well. So uh, look out for that. Um, also, we're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash spell it out. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. So I'm everywhere. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. I'm in your ears. I'm in your podcast. I mean, your streams, (laughs) I'm doing a little bit of everything. Um, Before I get started, man, I want to thank everybody uh, for the feedback and everybody who's checked out the podcast. Uh, For those of you who who have come over from uh, the 12 radio show, uh, it's been a lot of fun over here, man. I really, really have enjoyed talking about these topics and and just giving you my thoughts. Uh, it won't be long from now before we bring on some of the co-hosts and some of the old cohorts from the uh, 12 radio show. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But um, yeah, I got to definitely thank everybody for the support and um, people who put the word out. And um, you know, if you haven't done so already, you can hit me up on Twitter at 12Kyle. The show actually, the podcast actually has its own uh, Twitter account as well at 12 kyle podcast pretty simple so like i said i'm here i'm there i'm everywhere i'm all over the place so there you go um today (laughs) i want to talk about something that uh actually a place that is uh near and dear to my heart um it's the uh the place where i live it's it's the hometown now um it's my adopted hometown uh ATL Georgia, Atlanta Georgia, uh, ATL the A, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, I've been here. I moved here in the summer of 1997, uh, July 24th, 1997, to be honest. Um, and so I've been here a while. So it's coming up. It's hard to believe, man. It's kind of coming up on 20 years. So I really. Uh, it's interesting for me because when I look at it, I've spent more years here than I have anywhere else in my life. Um, So that's, uh, it's kind of mind boggling when you think about it. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, so this shows about Atlanta. Um, There's a lot of misconceptions about Atlanta. There's a lot of, I don't want to use the word. There's a lot of things that people don't like Atlanta about Atlanta. There's a lot of things people like about Atlanta. But I, I want to give you Atlanta from my perspective, for someone who's been here for almost 20 years. Um, 
and I'm not a native. Uh, I don't even <laughs> I don't even sound like I'm from here, which is something totally different because people who live here, people who are originally from here, have a totally different sound all together. And I'll get into that a little later on. But um, but yeah, this show right here, man, it's about it's about Atlanta, man. So in Atlanta, um, yeah, like I said, a little background. I, I came here in '97. Uh, interestingly enough. Uh, when I was in high school, my senior year in high school, uh, you had to write down, I had this thing called a senior book. And in the senior book, it said, you know, one of the questions was, uh, where do you see yourself um, five years after graduating high school? And uh, I had two answers. (laughs) Uh, The first answer was Manhattan. Uh, which is someplace that if anybody knows me, I love New York City. Uh, New York City is my favorite city in the world. Um, And that's a place where I really wanted to live. Uh, But too damn expensive, man. (laughs) I mean, like it is, it it would probably at this point, at this stage of my life, at this stage of my career, it would probably take uh, an act of Congress and a whole bunch of money for me to move to uh, Manhattan. Um, nevertheless, uh, but yeah, that was the first city that I had written down in my senior book as far as places where I wanted to live after graduation. Uh, second was Atlanta and I had, I had been to Atlanta before, uh, when I was younger, but prior to my senior year in high school, I hadn't been to it. I hadn't been in Atlanta like since, um, you know, it was mad early. I was like seven, eight years old or whatever. Um. We, me and my family, we would come down. We came down a couple of times. Uh, my uncle, uh, Harry Carson, was playing with the Giants, New York football Giants at the time, and they would play preseason games sometimes. And a couple of times they played against the Falcons. So I remember we came down, I think it was like 82, 83, something like that. We came down to Atlanta. We did the whole tour of the Martin Luther King Center. We got pictures and stuff. And But um, that was also around, it was a crazy time in Atlanta right there because at the at that particular time, young black boys were disappearing. Uh, if you're familiar with the uh, Wayne Williams case, um, I think it was like 20, 25 boys were found murdered, uh, and their deaths were attributed to uh, this killer by the name of Wayne Williams. Now, there's a lot of speculation as to whether or not Wayne Williams had, because there were bodies and, and little boys that were found after uh, Wayne Williams was incarcerated. But nonetheless, I remember coming down, and we just we couldn't even leave. Like, because our hotel was right across the street from Fulton County Stadium, where the where the Falcons played. Um, where the Falcons and the Braves played at that particular point. Um, and we couldn't leave the hotel. We, we had to stay in our parents' sight the whole time because, I mean, literally there were kids just disappearing off the streets of Atlanta. Uh, so that was my only trip to Atlanta. I, like I said, we'd, we'd come down here a couple of times during the uh, NFL season and watch the Giants play the Falcons. But other than that, I you know, as an adolescent, I hadn't been. Um, and then that all changed in... Uh, in <laughs> In 1993, um, went to college, obviously, at uh, South Carolina State University. And um, one of my teammates was a, uh, you know, he, he, he was from Atlanta, one of my boys. Uh, shout out to my boy Q. And, um, you know, he, he was like, hey, man, you know, you want to come home with me on the weekend? And I was like, all right, cool. So I came home with him. And um, 
<laughs> and so naturally, you know, we young, crazy college kids. So he's like, man, yo, man, I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you to the strip club, man. Word. <laughs> I'd never been to a strip club before, so I'm new. I'm like, word, okay, strip club, that's what's up. Let's go to the strip club. Let's go to the strip club. So <laughs> we go to the strip club, and I've, you know, I've had ideas about what a strip club would look like, but uh, he didn't tell me that they get totally nude in the strip club. Like I thought you could just, you know, go topless or whatever, but they were butt naked. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, I fell in love um, in the strip club. <laughs> uh, so. I was like, yo, I mean, with that whole weekend, we just, the, the, obviously the highlight of the weekend was going to the strip club, but that whole weekend was just, it was just mad cool, man. It was just great riding around the city, and, and you know, I'm from South Carolina, so it was different for me, and it wasn't someplace that I thought was particularly fat or too fast for me, but it just seemed to fit. So fast forward to summer 97, um, I called my man Jay Fresh, and uh, both Jay Fresh and I graduated in 96. I was still in, in Orangeburg, South Carolina, where I went to school. And um, I was like, yo, man, I want to move to Atlanta. And he was like, word, me too. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the phone like, yeah, right, Jay Fresh, you, you want to move. He, was living, he, he had moved back home to our hometown, Florence, living with his parents. And we were fresh out of college. Neither one of us got jobs or anything. So I was like, yo, I said, for real, man, I'm, I'm trying to move to Atlanta. And he reiterated that he was trying to move to Atlanta, too. And I'm like, he ain't going to move. I just knew that, <laughs> I just knew that, yo, this dude was going to back out. So anyway, I started, you know, filling out applications and stuff. <clears throat> and um, I got a job. I actually, no, I'm sorry, I had an interview. Interview with Champ Sports at Lenox Mall. And um, for for a assistant manager position, right? And so I go down there, kill the interview. They hired me or whatever. So I call Jay Fresh. I'm like, yo, I got a job. I'm moving. And he's like, okay, me too. <laughs> but he don't have a job. <laughs> I'm like, so you know, so we, I, how are you gonna? So the plan was for us to live together. And um, so we came down. Found this nice little townhouse, real cool spot. And now keep in mind, when I when I moved in 97, I didn't know anybody. I mean, like, I didn't know. And that's it, looking back on it now, that's kind of rare. Like, it's, it's rare that you move to a city and you don't know nobody. I didn't know anybody. The the teammates that I had in college who were from Atlanta, I didn't have. And, and of course, this is pre-internet, so... And I didn't have a cell phone, but I had a dope pager. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had no way of contacting my teammates from Atlanta that lived here. So um, so me and Jay Fresh moved here. He didn't have a job, but, you know, his parents co-signed for him for the lease. And um, he eventually found a job at Lenox Mall, too, at working at the record store. Um, so it was really, really cool because we moved the summer of 97 and 96, Atlanta had just had the Olympics. So the city was still buzzing. Like it was, it, it was just really, really crazy. And it was cool for us because uh, there was a lot of stuff to get into. And I think that was the thing that really kind of, uh, that jumped out at me uh, about Atlanta back then was that it was, and even now, there's always something to get into. Always, whatever you're trying to do here, 
you can do it. Um, one of the main reasons why I moved here is that when I came here, uh, it was there was there was an impression that was left upon me actually when I came down with when I came down to hang out with my boy Q that particular weekend. Uh, you know, city council, mayor, they're all African American, they're all black. Everybody, you know, and 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 the area in which where he lived, I mean, it was a black neighborhood, you know, nice houses, nice cars, you know, just working class people. And I had seen that before, but only in pockets in my life, in pockets in certain towns or cities or whatever. Um, so that was just very appealing to me. And the music scene here was starting to bubble. It was really, really starting to bubble because when I came down uh, in 93, um, Outkast was just about to come out. So it was TLC and Outkast, really. They were just, they were on the cusp of coming out. And I, I left out a small detail. I came down for Freaknik in 94. I could do a whole podcast on Freaknik. I, I wrote about it on my blog. I'll put the link in the, in the, um, I'll put the link in the description box to talk to talk about my time at Freaknik. But Freaknik was the, uh, so, so it was three reasons why I ended up here. One, because it was a place of fun. Two, because of the, the quote-unquote recruiting trip that I came on with uh, my boy Q. And the third reason was uh, Freaknik. Now, they don't necessarily fall in that particular order, but you get my point. Um, but yeah, uh, Freaknik was, oh my God. I, I fell in love like 20 times in one weekend. It was just, it was incredible, yo. It was just incredible. <laughs> Nevertheless, let me get back on point. Um, So... It's, it's 97, and again, we move here, and we don't know anybody. But it was just, it was just so many opportunities. I felt like just to do whatever you wanted to do, and that's what it, it was. It kind of reminded me of New York, not as big, not as fast, but I mean, the people were friendly, and, and to me, it spoke to me because this was some place where I felt like I could come and succeed, and I didn't feel like I could be held back at all. Uh, and it felt in a weird way as, as far as being a big city, but it still felt like home. It still kind of reminded me there, there, there were parts of Atlanta that reminded me of Florence where I grew up. So I took a liking to that. So it became home. Um, the, the, the cool part about not knowing anybody is that, you know, and, and here's another thing, too. Not only did me and Jay Fresh not know anybody, we didn't know our way around Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, but we quickly figured out, like, and both of us have a very good sense of direction. So, I mean, if you've ever been to Atlanta, especially downtown, it's a bunch of one-way streets. It's about 7,000 Peachtree Street. So, or it's, it's about, let me take that back. It's about 7,000 streets that have the word Peachtree in it. So you can't be, you can be on Peachtree Road, you can be on Peachtree Avenue, you can be on Peachtree Street. You can be on Peachtree Circle, and all of that could be like within a, in a matter of uh, a five-minute block. <laughs> so it just depends on which direction that you're going in. Um, so we got here, and we really, really kind of taught ourselves. You know, we, we figured out okay, if you go in, but so you can only go in but so many different directions, and eventually you'll run into an interstate. Uh, but we never really got lost. We started hanging out. And, and I, w I really would say like the first, man, the first four or five months, like we kicked it so hard. Like we went out 
every single night. Like it was the only night we probably didn't go out was like Sunday night. <laughs> and then sometimes we went out on Sunday night. All we had, to, all, if, if I came home, Jay Fresh would be like, yo man, it's a party at such and such. <laughs> Let's roll. And I mean, I'm talking, you got two young cats, two young black cats in a brand new city with a pocket full of money. I mean, what 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 could go wrong, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> no parental supervision, no children, no bills, you know. And when we live, we truly did live a bachelor style life. Our, our townhouse was, uh, it was a very nice townhouse, but it didn't have no furniture in it. <laughs> I mean, like you come to our crib, and you might be sitting on some crates. I mean, now we, no, I take that back. We had a couple folding chairs. We had something to sit the TV on. But I mean, it was just, it was real, real, just back, just straight. I mean, basically the type of townhouse you would expect for two dudes to just move, you know, first crib out of college. Um, so nonetheless, uh, it, it's it's been. Being here for me has been uh, it's been a pleasure, man. I, like I said, I love it here. Now, one thing I found over the years is that uh, people have their own opinion of Atlanta. Like, there's really no middle ground. If you ask people who've been here, they'll either tell you one or two things. They either like it or they don't. Like, there's really no middle ground. Like, you, yeah, I've heard people. Oh man, I can't stand the traffic. Now the traffic. I mean, the traffic, it is what it is. I'm not even going to sit here and try to sugarcoat it. Uh, Atlanta's very spread out, so you have to have a car, right? Um, if you don't have a car, you better be on public transportation. You better be near a train station or something like that. Um, I will say this much. Uh, no matter where you live, unless you work at the same job forever, you're probably going to have some type of commute. Like I've I've been in situations where I had a job that was literally two minutes away from my house. And then I've been in situations where it's been an hour drive. I mean, right, like right now, my office is 26 miles from my house. But in the mornings, that's about a 45 minute drive. In the afternoons, about an hour. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't even complain about traffic because I'm used to it. Uh, so the traffic is one thing. Um, but Atlanta is, it's, it's always been a place, like I said, for me, uh, a, there's a certain level of comfort. There's a certain level of calm and serenity, uh, especially downtown. Downtown is like my favorite place to, now I, I will say this much, when I, especially in my, the earlier years, I did a lot of hanging out. I mean, I can't even front. I did a lot of hanging out, and most of my hanging out was downtown. Downtown, Midtown, and Buckhead. Uh, shout out to Buckhead. So, so many great memories of Buckhead. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was, it, 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 it's, it's a great place. I, I can't, I can't, ex I can't express that enough. It's a great place. It's not the most safe, safest of place. I will be honest. I mean, it's just like any other major city. There's crimes. Um, uh, fortunately for me, I don't live in the city. I actually live in the suburbs. I always wanted to live downtown, man. But even right now, downtown is just crazy. I mean, like it's just, it, it, it just, it would cost too much. Well, I take that back. I could probably live downtown, but I wouldn't have the space that I have. Like right now, I have a house, nice yard, you know, all of 
all the stuff that you would imagine that you would want, you know, picket fence, all this stuff like that. I mean, you, you have that in the suburbs. Uh, you don't have as much space, obviously, downtown, and the prices of houses are, you know, astronomical. <laughs> Not as much as Manhattan, but, uh, you know, they're, they're costly. So I've kind of settled into the suburb and the suburban life. Um, but like I said, when I first moved here, it was really about hanging out and just having a good time. Uh, so if you want to hang out in Atlanta, uh <laughs> It just depends on where you want to hang out. Uh, I could tell you about a lot of different places. Um, probably up until about five years ago, I was, you know, the, the club scene, at least for me, the club scene was really, really hidden. I don't really do clubs now. Like if I, and, and that's the thing too, like if I have friends that come in town and they want to hit the club, I'll do it like that, you know, because that's, you know, once, twice, three times a year, you know, okay, no problem. Um, but like on a regular weekend or something like that, nah, you'll never catch me in the club. I mean, because that club, <laughs> the club scene is just, it's a different kind of scene, man. And then that goes to the, uh, that speaks to the music. Um, now, keep in mind, when I moved here in 97, uh, Outkast was out. Goody Mob had just come out. Ludacris was on the radio. And... There was a young, hot MC that was tearing up the underground circuit uh, by the name of T.I. Um, so that that's where the music was. Uh, of course, now they had their Atlanta staples, you know, um, Raheem Dream, uh, of course, the Social Deaf Squad, Jermaine Dupree, um, and, and countless other rappers. But pretty much it was Outkast. Goody Mob, Luda, and then T.I. Uh, as far as the hierarchy, as far as how, you know, and then Jeezy and, you know, Gucci Mane and all those other young cats came through after that. But, uh, that, but that was one of the things that really, really was hot for me was that the hip-hop scene here in Atlanta was just, it was incredible, man. I mean, the, it's particularly the underground scene. Uh, if you remember the movie 8 Mile, the, the battle scene, I remember there, there were certain clubs here uh, that you could go to and you just have MC battles just like that. Just like that. Um, to be honest, I don't know what happened to the underground hip-hop scene in Atlanta. I mean, it's not... <laughs> there is one, but I, I don't know much about it now because things have changed so much. And, you know, you know, hip-hop has changed. So I don't even know that there's nothing... There is an underground hip-hop scene. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's not. But, you know, I'm not really affiliated with it. But I was heavily into it. Uh, when I moved here, um, again, it, whatever you want to do, if you just want to just like now for me at 43, like I said, I don't really do the clubs. I'll go kick it at a nice little lounge, you know, get a little drink, give me two step, go home. That's all I need. I don't, you know, I don't need a whole bunch of, bunch of nonsense. And, you know, and, and I, <laughs> I don't need to be in a spot where people are in white tees and sneakers. Nah, I, I can't do that. Shout out to the 559. Uh, the only club where I've ever been in where I literally feared for my life after being there for five minutes. <laughs> if you ever want to know about one of the most gulliest club spots ever go to, uh, the 559 is the one. Um, one thing that most of us like to do is eat. Uh, there's a ton of places here to eat 
Uh, if you're ever in Atlanta or ever plan to come to Atlanta, hit me up on Twitter at 12Kyle. Shoot me a tweet. I'll tell you wherever you want to go. I mean, because it's so much. And, and to be honest, I haven't even really scratched the surface on, um, you know, places to eat. Uh, it really just depends on what I feel like that particular day. Uh, like, I like Thai. There's a really nice Thai spot downtown that I like to go to. Um, it, but it just it just depends on your mood. I mean, now, I will say this much. Atlanta has had some restaurants like Justin's that what I thought was, you know, food was decent, but very, very expensive. I mean, you have those spots, too, where you have a lot of people going to see celebrities. And that's another thing, too, about Atlanta. Um, the local celebrities are very accessible. Uh, they're very, you, you can, it's nothing to be walking down the street or walking in a mall or something like that and see, you know, Big Boy or, or Andre 3000. I mean, like, it's, it's just, it's very common. And then there's a lot of other celebrities and uh, entertainers and athletes that live here. Uh, in Atlanta because it's a nice lifestyle. It's a city that is, you know, predominantly black. Uh, they're very high in affluent places here uh, where black people have migrated to. Um, don't get it twisted. Again, like I said, it's it's got its crime. It's got its racism. Uh, it's, it's got its segregation. Uh, back in the 70s and the, the late 60s, early 70s, Atlanta was built the city, quote unquote, too busy to hate. Uh, <laughs> That's a damn lie because <laughs> there's hate everywhere. Uh, but I get it, you know. Um, but nevertheless, man, it, it's, it's, it's a great place. Um, I think it offers you whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, if you're looking for opportunities for career development, if you're looking for opportunities for entrepreneurship, if you're looking for opportunities to, you know, really connect with people, um, this is the place. You know, if you're looking for opportunities to be around a whole bunch of fake people, this is the place too. <laughs> because this whole, you know, housewives, love and hip hop, Atlanta movement, I don't do the whole reality. Anybody knows me, you know, I don't do the whole reality TV show stuff, but. You know, there's, I'm not going to front, there's a lot of, there's a, a, a segment of the population here that is, you know, they're about themselves and they're about trying to be something that they're not. Uh, I can only be me, so I'm not going to try to be anybody that I'm not. So uh, you can get, you get that a lot here. Uh, I, I would assume that you get it everywhere, but you get that. I, I see that a lot here. I remember... Uh, I was at Justin's with a client one day and um, the guy was talking and his conversation just turned me off because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's Bow Wow's mama over there. And that's uh, Candy. She's from uh, Escape. Now, all of us in this restaurant, I, of course, I'm not paying attention to these people because I don't care. Like, I don't you know, I, I don't I don't get caught up in the stargazing and stuff because my thing is you know their star their star whatever uh, you know you put your pants on one leg at a time just like i do uh nonetheless uh the conversation turned me off but that's you know so there, there's a segment of the population that's like that and i think that type of behavior and that type of attitude uh you've seen it permeate through some of these shows that you see on tv and i think it kind of gives atlanta a bad rap um but, you know, it is what it is. You take the good with the bad. I, I love this city. 
this is, as I mentioned before, this is my adopted hometown. Um, I really honestly can't see myself living anywhere else. Uh, in the time that I've been here, like I said, I've been here since 97. I have contemplated moving, <laughs> but, um, you know, but that was for work. And, and to be honest, there's, there's not really too many other places I would want to live. Uh, you know, settle down, got married here. Uh, well, not technically here, but I got married and, you know, had kids. Um, so this is where, you know, I kind of put my 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 uh, my stamp. So I can't see me, you know, leaving to go someplace else. Uh, Atlanta's like I said, it's a beautiful city. Uh, Weather wise, uh, you know, <laughs> It's the South, man. So, you know, th- but this weather's crazy here, especially like the wintertime. It'll be 65 degrees one day and like 35 degrees the next day. I mean, yeah, so I've, I've gotten to the point, particularly in the wintertime, where I don't complain about the weather because the weather is constantly changing. Uh, summertime, it's hot, period. <laughs> so if you like heat and humidity, come here. Um... So, yeah, it, like I said, Atlanta has a lot to offer. Uh, I found that in talking to people, uh, you know, some love it, some hate it. Personally, I love it. This again, this is my city. Uh, this is where, you know, I spent the majority of my life uh, where I've spent more time here than I have anywhere else. So, you know, I, I'm not going anywhere. So that's just my little synopsis on it. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a quick commercial break talk a little bit about a little bit more about Atlanta and um, give you a little bit more my perspective before we get out of here. I'll be right back. See you in one second. When you wait forever for the cable guy, you get bored. When you get bored, you start staring out windows. When you start staring out windows, you see things you shouldn't see. When you see things you shouldn't see, you need to vanish. When you need to vanish, you fake your own death. When you fake your own death, you dye your eyebrows. And when you dye your eyebrows, you attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Don't attend your own funeral as a guy named Phil Shifley. Get rid of cable and upgrade to DirecTV. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. And with that, I'm back. <laughs> uh couple things before we get out of here uh i don't really do the whole you know tourist type stuff you know i mean every city has the the tourist spots that you could say oh well you need to check this place out or you need to check that place out um i don't really do that uh i think there's some cool out spots like i'm all i'm always about the cool out spots um and i just you know i like to go to the cool out spots because that's where i like to kick it at uh that being said, one of my favorite spots, and it's a tourist spot, but it's one of my favorite spots in the city, man, is, is the Georgia Aquarium. If you're ever in town, it's down, it's downtown, the middle of uh, Centennial Park. Uh, the Georgia Aquarium, huge place. I love it, man. I love I love animals. Um, so I usually go to the aquarium at least a couple of times a year. Um, I've even gone without my kids. So <laughs> like I just I love I love the aquarium man. that's a cool out spot for me. Uh, of course, the parks. Uh, Piedmont Park is real cool. Uh, Grant Park is cool. Um, the zoo. Yeah, uh, the zoo's OK. Uh, again, I'm not I'm not going I wouldn't send you to a whole bunch of tourist type spots. Um, but if you're looking for stuff to do, 
Uh, Midtown is always stuff to do in Midtown. I mean, there's always stuff to do all around the city, but like my favorite places to hang out is Midtown and Downtown uh, and, and Atlantic Station. Atlantic Station is like a city within a city. Uh, it's really, really nice. Um, uh, one of the things I don't like about Atlanta is parking. Um, <laughs> Cause parking is like an arm and a leg, man. You, you spend, you're gonna spend twenty dollars to get in the club. You got to spend another fifteen to park. Nah, man, get out of here with all that. Um, so I've never been a fan of parking. Um, obviously, here the sports teams are pretty big. Um, I don't support all the sports. I, su- I support two of the sports teams here. I don't. I don't like the Braves. Get out of here, Braves. Um, <laughs> that's the story for another day. I'm a Yankees fan, so I could care less about the Braves. Uh, but Falcons, obviously, football uh, and basketball, the Hawks. Um, pretty pretty passionate fan bases. Not your regular, I mean, typical fan bases because they've never won anything. <laughs> so um, Falcons, you know, it, it, the, the games at the Georgia Dome are always fun. Uh, the crowds, uh, I mean, the tailgate's off the chain. Uh, very, very much so. Um, Hawks are getting there. Uh, hopefully, I will see one of these two teams win a championship in my lifetime. Uh, the Braves obviously had one championship before I got here. And, um, you know, like I said, the Braves suck. I don't like the Braves. Uh, but, yeah, it's plenty of stuff to do. I think the best time, if you're going to come to Atlanta, I think the best time is to come during the spring. Uh, right after pollen season, because the pollen is a killer. If you're if you have allergies, the pollen is a killer. You don't want to deal with that. But um, spring and fall, man. Spring and fall. Fall is always dope, man, because it's the South and everybody loves football. Or at least everybody with a pulse loves football. <laughs> uh, so football is big. Obviously, this is SEC country, ACC country. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of stuff to do, man. I, I could, I really could, you know, ad nauseum, um, tell you about the stuff to do. Uh, last but not least, if you're looking to find somebody, uh, you can do that here too. Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, there's a lot of men here. Uh, the, my, my, my female friends tell me that, you know, there's not a lot of single straight men here. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> All right. I mean, so I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Um, there's single men where I hang out at. So I can't really. There's single straight men where I hang out. And yeah, there's a huge gay pop, gay population here. And um, that's cool with me. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. I really don't. Um, it, it's, it's not it's not any of my concern. It's not any of my business. Um that being said, uh, I've seen some of the, I mean, and there's a lot, to be honest, there's a lot of, uh, um, lesbians here too, as well. Um, beautiful ones at that. So, you know, it's both ways, well, however you want to get it, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but for, for my fellas, um, I don't think I need to tell you this, but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of beautiful women here. And the, and the cool part about it is you can meet a beautiful woman at, at the grocery store, man. I mean, so, you know, you really have to, you, you can't, now that's one thing I will say about living here. 
you can't step outside your house looking bummy. You always got to be, I'm, I'm not saying you got to be fresh to death, but you can't look bummy. You got to look presentable at all times because you just never know. Like you can pull a woman at a grocery store at the post office. So you can get a number or something. So you can't, you can't be going out with some dirty white Air Force Ones or something like that, man. You, you, you got you to gotta look like you're on point. Um, and also, fellas, you know, as I mentioned during the you know, first segment, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a few strip clubs here. <laughs> this is the home of the strip clubs, man. So, I mean, if that's what you're into, you know, hey, you can come here and have a good time. Trust me. And if you really, really want to get down, you come to town, hit me up. I'll come kick it with you. I'll come let you buy me a drink, you know. So, um, but, uh, and that's, to be honest, like, I... <laughs> I'm so like I'm cool. I, I'm I'm really on some just cool out. So if if one of my boys or some of my boys come to town and that's where they want to go, we'll go. You know, but um, just me on the humble going on a regular day or regular weekend, nah, I, I don't do that. It's just because what for? I ain't spending no money. So <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy who came to town. He's like, yo man, we need to hang out. We need to hang out. I was like, all right, man, so you know, let's go to the club. Let's, let's, let's hang out. Let's do something. Oh, man, I ain't bring no clothes. I ain't dressed up. So I was like, where you want to go? Let's go to the strip club. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you came here with Air Force Ones. That's where you were going anyway. <sighs> Shout out to Nalon. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, man, like I said, man, it, it's a great city. Um... As I mentioned before, you know, a lot of people who have come here, you know, a lot of people have come here and stayed. Uh, there's a lot of my my school in particular, South Carolina State University. We have a huge alumni base here. Uh, a lot of HBCUs. Uh, obviously, the, the the HBCUs, the AU Center, uh, Clark Spellman, and um, what is it? Clark Spellman. I was gonna say Morris Brown. No, it can't be Morris Brown. Morris Brown is gone. Um, <laughs> Nonetheless, the schools at the AU Center, uh, Clark Spelman and Morehouse. I don't know how, how the hell I forget Morehouse. Um, those schools are down there. Obviously, uh, Georgia Tech, Georgia State. Um, it, it's whatever you want to do. If you want, if, if you want to come someplace and have a good time and feel like you've had a good time and really be welcome for the most part, uh, Atlanta's the place. And if you want to come someplace and make some money and have a good time and, and raise a family, I think Atlanta's a good place. Um, just depends on where you go. Uh, and uh, it's, it's interesting because I got some some people, some Twitter fam that, that have moved here. And I know you're probably listening to this podcast and we haven't even seen each other. So we're going to definitely do that. I promise. In, 2000, in 2016, we're going to make that happen. Um but uh, yeah, man, I, I just wanted to get on and, and talk a little bit about my city, man. Like I said, it's, it's cool. It's a real cool out spot. And, um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer if if me and Jay Fresh can move here and attain a level of success, uh, anybody can do it. Because we, did, <laughs> we didn't know anybody. We didn't. And we got friends all over the place now. But um, there's something to be said to move someplace and start over and start from new and I mean just really start from scratch from nothing and to build something so uh this is the place where I did it so you know if I can do it here like I said I I didn't do anything special so 
And again, you know, if you come to the A, hit me up. Hey, 12, I'm coming to town. You know, let's let's kick it. Hey, I'm down. So that's going to do it for this. Another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. As I mentioned earlier, make sure to subscribe. I'm everywhere right now. I'm in your ear. I'll holler at you next time. Peace.